This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Qui-Gon Jinn is one of my favorite Jedi. He was powerful, talented, wise beyond his years, and very straight to the point. He would feel the Force and bend to its will, rather than the other way around. Trained by Count Dooku, who was one of the Jedi Council's top duelists and a member in general, Qui-Gon Jinn played a pivotal role in Star Wars even after his death in The Phantom Menace. So why was Qui-Gon denied as a member on the Jedi Council? You see, Qui-Gon was very brash. He was outspoken and ultimately downright blunt. If he felt a certain way about a situation, he would voice his opinion. He sought to feel the moment at hand, never to look ahead to the future. This is why he was so adamant on having Anakin trained, because he felt the force around him. He knew he would bring balance, but did not care about the Council's rules regarding age or any of their other excuses. In the end, he was right. Anakin did indeed bring balance to the Force, just as George Lucas himself stated. Luke was the catalyst, but in the end, Anakin did kill the Emperor and brought balance to the Force the way the Jedi wanted. Qui-Gon was more of the moral compass of the Jedi. He was given missions that no one else would accept due to fear or confliction. We should take note of how he was so used to the underground lifestyle when he offered to bet with Watto over Anakin's freedom, and how he manipulated the chance cube to his will. His downfall, however, was attachment. He was too attached to Anakin and to his love interest, Tall, who in the comics died, causing Jin to turn to the dark side almost permanently until a voice of reason told him to collect his thoughts. The Council didn't want him as a member plainly because he was more of a rogue Jedi. He didn't adhere to the direct commands of the other masters when he believed something was right. This was mainly due to his much larger life experience than most Jedi had. He was trained by Count Dooku, and Dooku was a man respected throughout the entire galaxy, exposing Qui-Gon to all kinds of life and lifestyles during his tutelage. You forget that he was once my apprentice, just as you were once his. If we compare him to your average Jedi Master who was brought into the temple from infancy, passing through the ranks, we can notice that most of them were just harbored in the temple, spending their life meditating, reading, and practicing their saber skills amongst each other or with other droids. The Council felt Qui-Gon had to prove himself worthy of their ways to see if he would become more obedient with time and submissive to the higher Jedi Masters. This made him rebel even more 
feeling he had nothing to prove to anyone, rather just to himself, and to let the Force guide his actions. In Qui-Gon's point of view, the Council were, well, ignorant. And from the Council's eyes, he was too daring and hasty. They couldn't handle his unorthodox nature, and therefore not accepting him as a member of the High Jedi Council. I'm going to add in, Jin also believed that the Jedi's allegiance was much more towards the Galactic Senate, placing the favor of the people over the favor of the Force itself. They defined good as the common good, rather than the will of the Force. This is not much different than the Sith. The Jedi use the Force against its will and for their benefit, to suppose a democracy which is in the eye of the beholder, of course. The Force was not balanced, which is why he believed meeting Anakin was a sign from the Force that he must be trained to bring the balance. Qui-Gon followed the Force like religion. He let its will guide his actions, and not the other way around. Do you think Qui-Gon should have been on the High Council? Mace Windu was second in command after Yoda, and he defied the Jedi way by learning to absorb a dark side energy through Vapod. While I suppose that can be seen as just greater knowledge, either way, I'd like to know your thoughts. I always like reading your guys' comments and conversations that you all write back and forth. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you all have a safe New Year's Eve. Be responsible, and just like Qui-Gon, let the Force guide your actions. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. As always, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, the Force will be with you. Always. Now, fulfill your destiny.